Crom. Greetings, mortals. You are listening to Bourbon and Barbarians, an actual play recording presented by the Cromcast. He's ready to play. I'm I'm trying to seed story elements into our conversations. I'm trying to like do a in media res kind of like <laughs> real world just call B and B world. Just call mm-hmm. us to order. No, I'm dude, I'm experimenting. This is my, my narrative experimentation. This is Dungeons and Dragons AR. Have this, you have you been checking pre- your texts? I just saw it. Oh, you're yeah. seeing it. Yeah. So oh, we're rolling I didn't read it because I saw it was from Batman, and I was like, he's right there. What's... <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> no. I don't know. Dude, I'm, I, am a, I am a, a narr- like, I'm a dude. Just, You're just, awesome, Just, just humor me. <laughs> the river roils, the mists roll, and the thunder rumbles as the carriage careens down the mountain road. You and your party make small talk, but you can't help but draw your eyes to Arena's hairpin. Yep. We have been making small talk about beer. We have been, yeah. Potato, uh, potato vodka. It's almost as if you cannot distinguish between what's real and what's fake. <laughs> and I'm implanting I, horrible ideas into your psyche. I'm not Tom Hanks in that one movie. <laughs> so mazes and monsters. Forrest Gump. Dude, you're gonna yep. be a you're gonna be a, a vampire hunter after this session. Me? Yep. I already am a vampire hunter. There you go. You're doing uh, it right now. Doing it, doing it right <laughs> now, man. <laughs> I learned it from watching you. Uh, we got into the carriage. Yeah, you did. A voice compelled us, it seemed. it's Well, it seems like you took the hint. You uh, <laughs> you hopped into the carriage. There was a Winnie and a nay. And like that. And a nay-nay. The carriage <laughs> takes off down the, uh, the north road and heads up towards... The mountains and what you know to be, at least historically, what was uh, called the keep on the borderlands. But over the past, what, 18 months, 24 months, no one's no one's been much more than like uh, the, the periphery of that, that sort of land. Like uh, what we have uh, Uleg and Brondo that were, were part of groups that were out you know, gathering firewood and sort of making the concentric circles around Coldfield, but it's been a while since anybody's been out this road. But you're on the road. Like, the carriage is clearly not meant for, like, all-terrain travel. <laughs> you know? So, the uh, the horses are thundering northward. Is it becoming more blasted, the landscape, as as we travel north? Uh, you can't really see because it's so, it's so very misty. It's It's almost like a like a thick, like milky uh, fog that you're that you're plowing through. Like you get occasional glimpses of the Mountain Fork River that's that's rolling past you. Like there's there's points where the road gets quite close to the river, and your your memory serves. You know, there's no bridges or anything across the river, but you get like right up against it at certain points where the the road itself is almost built up on the the sort of high bank, that kind of thing. And in those instances, you can see that the river 
is just is just flooding past. It's brown water. It's just moving, moving. Uh, and again, the wind was picking up before before you guys hopped into the carriage. And in our last session, there was a storm that was that was coming in off of the mountains. So occasionally, you hear thunder rumbling in the distance, and the claps are sort of like coming down off of the uh, off of the the Griff Mountains. Yep, it's a good carriage. Grota's like stroking the, the velvet of the inside. <laughs> it is very, it's very fine. Uh, black velvet, soft padded seats is what you're what you're riding on. Oh. Uh, those are good it, horses. They're better than any of the horses I ever saw at the yep. stable. Have, have any of us ever seen like such fine velvet? It seems like uh, even before the mists rolled in, uh, maybe not. I would no, guess no, at least I not mean, on a regular basis. Anything that would approximate this would be like the the fine pillows that are like on the uh, oh like the the small like lounge couch or two within the burgermaster's house. Like those were velour though. Yeah, <laughs> they weren't the real deal. What you got here seems to be the real deal. And you guys are traipsing on it. You got muddy feet. You've got your uh, your dirty like clothes. I mean, it's not washing day, right? You guys like rolled up with your adventure stuff just and stinking up the joint you're well you smell like taters you smell sure <laughs> smell like we taters smell. <laughs> and, and dirt and oh and that slop. dead guy that we burned probably smell yeah, like probably you a smell bit. a bit yeah. like campfire yeah, yeah. yeah. yep mm. maybe bacon campfire. bacon probably a little bit <laughs> i don't know what a Delicious. dead vampire smells like not, not yet anyway because <laughs> we haven't encountered one yet. <laughs> so uh, it does not take long. Uh, the keep on the borderlands is like on the order of, according to the map that I'm looking at here, maybe 15, 18 kilometers, something like that. And so the horses are moving, like not at a trot, but as close as they can get to a gallop on like a curvy sort of uphill grade. They're moving along. So... You guys have been making small talk. You're clearly all nervous, contemplating about like what your actions ultimately are going to to bring you to. Uh, and you're arriving at the keep uh, on the borderlands. It's clear that's where you're going. You're going up, up, up. Uh, and you get to this location right as uh, the sun's starting to set on the, the, western, the western mountains, right? So keep in mind... You're in the mountains. The mountains are big. The Griff Mountains basically overshadow everything to the north in all vantages. So as you're sort of approaching the legitimate hill country, it's it's going to get dark relatively soon. So you're seeing like the last vestiges of a of a full sun that's starting to like touch the the peaks of of some of those biggest points. Nice. Yep. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, photo op. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Take some selfies because, you know, YOLO, right? Uh, and you uh, you come <laughs> up a grade. And basically, uh, has anybody here ever been to the Keep on the Borderlands? So-called no. Castellan's Keep back no. in the day? No. So the way that this uh, fort is set is it's kind of built almost into the mountain itself. Uh, but basically what is happening is as the road starts to, to bend slightly to the, to the East and following the contour of like the elevation that you're at, sort of like once you get to the high country, but you're not like 
at the mountains. You're kind of gonna. You can see the road is starting to taper off and follow that elevation. There's a there's that bend to the right. This sort of gradual, which would take you more to the east. There's a sharp left, and so the carriage careens, and you can almost feel like the left wheels of the carriage like lift up just a little bit as it gives. But the horses, they know what they're doing, so they're able to keep it on track. And you guys are all, y'all, you're big fellows. You got, you got big butts. You can, you can keep this thing <laughs> sitting down. At, at least everybody except for Hank. I mean, Hank's like what a quarter butt, Quar- or, quarter or butt, an, or, yeah. a, or an eighth of a butt compared Qu- to any of y'all. Quarter of Grota. <laughs> quarter Grota. Uh, eighth Grota, and so <laughs> and so the carriage sticks, and the and the horses are able to take it, but it takes a very uh, very sharp left, and so at this point you're basically heading like right up towards that very steep gradient that picks up, and the way that the uh, the keep is set is it is basically it's not built into the mountain, it's just up against a very steep slope. So essentially, what you have is on the south face and on the, the surrounding faces, the the keep is relatively defended just by the topography. And so I'm going to pass this around. This is the map from like the, the original B2 Keep on the Borderlands, which we played in the first campaign. You guys were here. Uh, and so that's kind of the arrangement. So you'll notice like the western and the southern uh, aspects are kind of like sheer, and the, the keep is sort of set into that. Yep. Okay. And so at this point, I have a bad feeling about this. (laughs) Never tell me the odds. (laughs) But what you guys see are basically like a couple spires that are setting up, or like armament points, and you're coming up to this. And there's only there's only a couple different windows that you can uh, that you can that you can get to, uh, like in the carriage to sort of see out. But you take this in, and the quickly you're up. And you're crossing a draw bit drawbridge into the keep itself, and you make a couple, you make a left, and then a right that curves. And as you're looking out through uh, the, the small sort of like velvet velvet lined windows out of the carriage, you're seeing that you're passing like the interior of a keep. There's almost as if there's shops and buildings and and things that are within. Uh, and you pass through what's clearly like uh, like a portcullis or like a, a tunnel that would take you into a larger expanse. And with that, you're coming around a circle and the carriage stops. I guess this is it. It seems we have arrived at our destination. Has, yeah, you, has Arena said anything? She's not in there. Oh, that's All, right. The only thing that's in there is the hair clip, right? There's, there's so a hairpin, yeah. There is, it's almost as if somebody's trying to send you a message that the hair clip of Arena is there, like on this velvet black pillow. It's like you're, you guys are all like sitting around cramped, and in the center is this like ottoman with mm. like her hair clip. And so you guys have been making small talk this whole time. But your eyes keep returning to this memento of like why you're because when when we got that letter said that she was sick. Mm -mm. I don't like this. Um, Does the door open or anything, or just the carriage? carriage Nope, it doesn't. It's it's just sitting there. Yeah. Okay. Um, So there are. Presumably a couple of you said it was hard to see out, but there are at least a couple of places where you can. Yep, yeah, you I'm can look lean, out. 
I'm going to lean to the closest spot and mm-hmm. just look out and see what I see. So what you see is basically from your vantage, you're like at the door looking out here and you see a broad wall of uh, what would pass to be like a castle in front of you. So it looks like that. Oh, yep. Okay. And so you're you're clearly like in a courtyard, and it occurs to you. Go ahead and roll three d six. Okay. Shouldn't say it clearly occurs to you. We'll see if it does. <laughs> it, it may not. It stands to reason that like that you guys would be able to deduce this, but just to just to play through it. Yeah. It's nicely carbonated, dude. Thanks. I rolled a twelve. Okay. And is that is it equal to or under your intelligence? It is equal to it. Nice. So you you realize like a fort, like the and you've not been to any forts, but you're you're a learned man. You've you've uh, been studying and and reading. I, I once a read bit. a book. You once read a, a couple books. Uh, like this is a fort, and so what you just passed through was like the front end of the port. The uh, the fort proper mm-hmm. but what you're in here is like what was historically called the Castellan's keep this is okay. like the the proper sort of like castle behind the boundaries that's setting up against this is kind of the stronghold up against the mountain okay yep so uh presumably our quarry lies within seems good shall like we a good assumption yeah hank go first <laughs> okay. Did it, did it I used to be open the door and step out and take nice. a look around. Yeah, so uh you guys open up the the door and you're you're doing that. Man, we're gonna get soaked. Alright. Who's first? There's there's <laughs> Rhoda, thanks for that. <laughs> so, uh, you're absolutely you're absolutely on point there with with your statement, Brando. Mm-hmm. It, it starts to pitter patter rain like as soon as you open the door, almost on cue. Okay. Uh, there's a thunderclap and dribbles and pitter patters of rain start to come down, but it's pretty clear. It's it's like okay. it's about to dump. Okay. Uh, just straight so up go. on you, yeah. But straight in front of you is the main sort of entrance into the like into the the castle uh before i exit the carriage i'm going to pocket the hair, <sighs> hairpin i was gonna do that were you okay no, i don't want to no, step no. up you're fine mm, i, I imagine that, that you would have done it before yeah. i would have no so, no it's like a wishbone it no, no. <laughs> no i'll hand it over so, to no, uh, no. i'll see i see that groda is eyeing the thing as well so i'm gonna pick it up we've both now touched it uh now you're making which I weird, think is going to be just, important. You're just holding on to it now at this yep. point. You're just, and, you're just, you just and both I'll imbued say, it with your psychic energies. Yeah, okay. I'll say uh, n- no doubt that Arena will want this back. Keep it safe. Okay. All right. So Grota, you've got this uh, this hairpin. It's in your hand. You're you're sticking it like within your 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 leather jerkin. Mm-hmm. Like you're okay. So close you, to my heart. It's got to be there. Uh, and you guys are all like boiling out of this carriage. The rain is starting to pick up. Uh, and you guys are all booking it like up to the the main entrance. Yeah, it's it's almost like you can get there and sort of huddle up out of like out of the rain. <laughs> Grota keeps putting his hands mm-hmm. over our heads. Okay, mm-hmm. so you guys do that. You get you you basically 
make it towards the clear sort of gate entrance into the castle proper. And as you uh, as you do that, it just the, the bottom dumps out and the, the rain is coming down. You're able to like sort of take stock of where you're at. Uh, and really what you're seeing here is almost like a circle drive that allows for horses and carriages to be able to make the circle like continuously like to make quick drops and sort of quick departures uh it's not a whole lot of space but you're looking over your shoulder and you do see like the wall that separates uh the front from the back end of the fortress and it's clear like that midpoint is uh like the uh the heavily defended like last last stand Mm -hmm. so just quickly like outside of the game like in the in the first season, you guys never made it to this point. You basically were in the keep proper, but you never ever went to the castle on side. Like there were reasons why that could have happened, but you like always were up to the halfway point. And so I'm using my my liberties as a DM to basically plop Ravenloft like right <laughs> on the other side of the of the the boundary. Just it's perfect. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's a castle that's mm-hmm. like in a keep. So so that's that's what's what. Okay, so at this point, congratulations, you guys are fully in the module. <laughs> so I will flip to the appropriate map, and we can start into this stuff. Go past the fortunes, go to the entrance and the encounters. So there's a cold fog which swirls around the courtyard. Again, last light of the afternoon hours, because the the spires of the mountains, they're they're quite close at this point. And on top of that, there's these big pine trees that are just just also adding like a, a an additional blockage to light. And the thunder is starting to pound. And the, the, the rain is pounding the courtyard. You guys make it across that courtyard and you get up to what would be uh, the, the main gate. And so there's a massive wall here that basically blocks off the, the entrance to the castle and there's a single gate. It's uh, it's about like three spans of Groda's arm widths across and it leads to like the joining wall. And so basically there's a big ass portcullis that's just right here in front of you. It's closed. Hmm. It's closed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just push two, but it's basically just a big portal that you could push gates. Oh, so it's not one that you raise and lower, but uh, it looks like it. In this case, it, it's gates that it's would, gates. would open, okay. yeah. Um, but it's clearly like going to lead into sort of like a tunnel-y, like in, in, into the the proper portion of the, the castle. I'll uh, gesture at my uh, comrades and, and say, shall we? We shall. Looks to be the only way in. Okay. Let's put, heave. I don't. It, does it look heavy enough that we it, it, each... it is absolutely heavy? But you guys are big strapping, strapping lads. So okay. Groda, go first. Uh, Groda go so first. is Groda stepping up? He, he yeah. cracks his knuckles. He puts a big old shoulder into it. I don't know. Maybe you guys are pushing on like Groda's like irony thews. My hindquarters. His, his hindquarters. His hams or his, his big shoulders. Your getting, getting a scrum going. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll forty uh, six. Groda? Ooh. Three. Four. 
five. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, and that's well that's under your your strength. Yes. You just <laughs> it just swings. Thunder. It like it blasts <laughs> inward. Like you got to be careful. The gates might actually bang. And uh, like start bouncing back. That sounds like yeah. Greta. <laughs> you push into no. The, the, there was no like wood on the back. There was no no crossbar. Nothing like that holding it. And so the gate is opened. And at that point, what you see opening before you is basically uh, sort of an extra an extra courtyard. So there's basically on this side. Let's get it here. Like like an open expanse, and it's probably hmm, what's the distance here? One square is ten feet. So you're yeah. stronger with Arena's hair clip. Is it give you the confidence? Yeah. So a, yeah. So about I don't know, fifty, sixty feet wide. Like you know, like twenty sp- twenty steps across, maybe eighteen steps across, something like that, and and deep. You get another another green space, and in front of you would be, let's get it here, uh, what looks to be uh, almost a livery, like a like a small sort of stable area, like on the inside here. I recognize that. Yeah, this the, you're like there, there's the livery. That's where you the horses know, go. Like that's, right. that, that, this right. is where you would basically have like. The carriage position for anybody inside, like about to about to exit the 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 castle proper. Are there any horses in there? No. Okay. It's observant. That would be super crazy if the two horses pulling the <laughs> carriage were in the. <laughs> they teleported in. Yeah. <laughs> Which were, makes you question. Like, so. Yeah. <laughs> Blink <Bling> horses. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to hand me those bottles, if they're empty, I'll cool. put them over here out of the way. <clears throat> it's got a little bit left. It's the uh, the lees, the lees, for the for 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 the lees, the treble. Okay, so uh, basically, you're passing by this livery, and as you kind of come around the corner, you see uh, a small green space that leads up. To the main doors of the uh, of the castle, and this is like what are it, topiaries? Is that what they're called? Like the the plants that have been curved and mm-hmm. like like tra- mm-hmm. like trained and whatnot. These are some well trimmed like topiary like holly trees. There's like it's not a maze. It's nothing that complicated, but there's mm-hmm. like a design, and so you kind of meander through. What's uh, the design? Do it we, is. Do we recognize it? Mm, no. Okay. I mean, it's it, it's it's not that complicated. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, that's a good question, but but it's basically like uh, an extra little bit of meandering to take you up to the front gate. So uh, with that, you get up to. Let's read it here. Uh, to, to the to the main entrance, and so uh, there's ornate, massive doors, and they're. They're actually pushed open, so the, the the gates to the to the castle were closed. But the the doors are open, and there's a couple fluttering torches. At this point, again, uh, you're able to uh, avoid the rain by by your dashing. But there's can we hear anything other than the rain? No. Yeah, and, and that's a good point. Like it's all it's all fairly loud outside. But as you're as you're coming up, these these uh, torches are flickering and casting 
uh, light, sort of in a, in a very haphazard way, on the entry in, uh, to the to the castle itself. And it's been empty, like no signs of life, other than the horses that dropped us off. That's right. You didn't necessarily like see any dung on the floor, Groda, or anything like that at the livery as you came by. Hmm. So I don't know. The stable boy is a stable man. Stable it's- Detective Groda. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if uh, spectral horses poop. Groda, do ghost horses poop? <clears throat> Only in the woods. With the Pope. Fair. With the Pope. <laughs> Only ghost poop. Only ghost poop. So you walk in to the entrance here. Uh, basically, you can see, I don't know, uh, about five steps ahead of you. Uh, and there's another set of doors that are swinging open effortlessly. Like as you're as you're approaching, and you get the sounds of organ music playing, sort of like echoing out <laughs> of the castle towards you. I okay, so we should should we should like grab weapons or something na, at na, this point. This is not normal, right? Right. The well, I've, this I've, is fine. Hank, have you have you gone through something like this before? No. Okay. Any I've, any weird magic here, Hank? By the way, uh, um, I mean, I have to touch it first. Uh, hey, I'm going to touch those doors. Any magic? Nope. <laughs> nope. Is that like your uh, class, like your, your sort of subclass skill for for what you are? I can't remember. Yeah, it's detect magic on touch, and I get it unlimited. I just have to touch the thing. And so, what your what's your uh, your title for that? Savant. Okay. Yeah. So, just for anybody that's listening, so we're using like Dyson Logos had. Uh, uh, an OSR zine that he did and I think in issue 7 there's a variety of different subclasses that are offered for standard BX characters which add just a little bit of flavor so it's pretty cool mm-hmm. and I think everybody here took one of those Yeah, yeah. that's where I got yeah. the Hulk yeah so so we've got uh, Brondo as the Hulk what are you Uleg did you uh, take Uleg is a dervish the dervish does that mean you're fast uh, it means that he can fren- frenzy once per day okay. and uh, gets two plus two to his armor class plus one to hit and damage. Okay, um, but it only uh, works for one combat. He can only use it once per day. Okay, has uh, never had I'm the sorry, opportunity. Mine's not savant. That is identify magic. It's uh, sensitive. Detect magic uh, by touch. You're a very sensitive guy, Hank. <laughs> I am. Uh, and what about? I mean, that describes Hank, right? Sensitive. What about the big G man? The uh, pit fighter. Oh. If I remember correctly, yeah. <laughs> Does that mean like you get to headbutt somebody to break a nose or something? It, yeah, once, something like that. Once <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so you guys are walking into this main entrance. It's worth mentioning it's high. It's sort of like sort of sloped uh, curvature on either side. Sort of like two, two on either side. Uh, there are... A couple different, uh, like, statues of, of dragons uh, that are glaring down at you, and their eyes are flickering within the torchlight that's there at the, the entrance. So you're passing under these dragons into the, the darker recesses of the castle. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to draw my hammer. Okay. Yep. Same. Club. <clears throat> Got it. Grow to go first. I'm not going to try anything. I got my hands. So, uh, <laughs> at this point, let's go ahead and declare marching order, just unless you guys deviate for it. So, who's going first? Groda? Groda goes first. All right. Who's in the two spot? I'll be. 
Okay. I'll be in the two spot. So we got Rondo. World superpowers. And know. then who's in the three spot? Who's in the four I can spot? be in third. Okay. I'm kind of squishy. Yep. And then that would put uh, the cleric. Uleg is caboose. He's the caboose. All right. So that's our marching order. You guys tell me otherwise. That's cool. Otherwise, I'll just assume that that's what it is. Okay. I'll put it up there. Can I have so. the shark? The shark. Oh, the shark is here. Yeah. Thanks. The shark is our bottle opener. <sighs> okay. He has entered the castle. Cobwebs hang from the dust-covered columns of the Great Hall, and it illuminates the area. There's torches that are fluttering in iron sconces that sort of align along the hall. The dust in the webs casts a strange glow with moving shadows across the faces of stone. There's gargoyles squatting motionlessly on the rim of the domed ceiling. It's quite high. Uh, Cracked and faded ceiling frescoes are covered by centuries of decay, Seemingly, two doors of bronze stand closed to the east. To the north, there's a wide staircase that climbs into darkness. All the while, sad and majestic organ tones float about you from the lit hallway to the south. Anybody recognize the song? Yeah, I was going to say, do any of us know music? Uh, Everybody roll 3d6. I got an 8. Seven. Nine. Okay. Five. Okay. So is that under either the intelligence or the wisdom of, of everybody? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So this, is a, this is a super common uh, love song that that's, you guys have all heard it relating mm. to the Kalish encampment. Like, this is the kind of tune that's hummed. Oh, it's not Rockabye Baby, and it's not quite like a... Uh, uh, anything that basic, but this is like a very, very simple melody, and it's one that like you could probably come up with a couple different sets of verses to it. But it's something that's intrinsically related to the Kalish people, uh, and it's something that you guys have all heard hummed around the, the the central fire there, or just like in passing with the the very uh, uh, you know musically inclined Kalish folk. Wider shade of pale. So oh, okay. you recognize this tune only it's played from an organ and it's echoey <laughs> and it's and it's in a castle and it's a bit melancholy and he lowered the key and scurry yeah. it's, it's in the trailer of a horror film <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay um so obviously should we go I'm gonna go check find out the, the organ. organ yeah BT dubs this graph paper here. I have some. Uh, okay. So, just so you know. Can I go, like, try the bronze doors and see if they're locked? Just, like, if it, like everybody's going towards the lit hallway where the organ's coming from. I'm going to, like, scamper up real quick and just, like, push on the door, see if they give. Yeah, so uh, you walk up. And those bronze doors, they're, they're a bit creaky, but you can tell. Like, there's no not a lock or anything. They're just pushed to, and they would give. Okay, cool. Just checking. Right, so uh, I, like to, I like to know our options of where we can run or where things might come from. So we, uh, can, we entered this room from the east. Is that correct? You entered this room from the west. From the west, okay. Yep. 
So there are two bronze doors to the east. Okay. To the north, there's a staircase that descends into darkness. And to the south, you hear the sad and majestic organ tones of a Kalish love song, Gone Awry, that float about from a hallway. Okay. I go south. And that southern door, that's open? I'll go, oh, I'll go with Grota, because, of course, I would recognize the song as, for, you know, Kalish. I've heard it uh-huh. a lot. Uh, I'm going to stick with you guys, because I do not think we should split up. Okay. Okay. So you guys are moving along. How are you seeing at this point? I mean, there's torch light, for sure. Uh, it's not It's not super bright. Are you guys lighting any are, torches? Are the, or are the torches just... on the walls and the sconces... Are, I want to investigate one and see if it's removable. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is. Okay. Yeah, I'll yep. take one. Okay. So you grab you yep. grab one of the the, the, the torches. Is it wooden or is it metal? The torch? Yeah. The torch itself is metal but has like wood sort of inset with it. Okay. It's, it's so the burning. fuel is inside but the yep. torch itself is mm-hmm. okay. All right. Yep. That's what I'm going to take one of those. Got it. Yeah, it's it's pretty nice, man. It's a testament to like the like this is the interior of the castle. These are like the well-worn and well-used like accoutrements, the things that are on the walls. Like the the stuff that is here is it's not timeless, but it is like this is much older than you, right? Like these uh uh the torches and everything that you're seeing here is like OG like what's the right word? Like this is the yeah. the original furnishings that's it's metal and, and as working. speaking as a handyman, I've not had to repair any of these in my <laughs> yeah. lifetime. No, never, no, no, no. I've never, never seen, seen any of these. Like this, no. Okay. Uh, what other furnishings are in this room? Is it just kind of a bare, like front mm-hmm. foyer kind of thing? It or? is. Yeah, yeah. There's there's like a uh, uh, a dusty rug. That spans like the mid the mid section to like mm-hmm. dampen sound a little bit, uh, but as you're walking in, it's like taps of feet, and then you hit the rug, uh, and beyond that, and like the the dramatic gargoyles that are like facing inward towards the chamber, like way up high, like almost as like the the perpetual art in the in the room. That's really it. Okay, and. So the stairs go up, but it doesn't go up to like an open nope, that, sort of second. Nothing okay. that you can see. All right. Um, okay. That's all I wanted to know. There, so there's no other furnishings other than a rug. and Okay. Correct. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to follow Grota if you're heading to the south where the organ music's coming from. Walking. All right. So you're walking. It's not after midnight. It's just after he's, afternoon. He's walking. <laughs> the torchlight flutters against the walls of the vaulted hall. To the east, a dark and forbidding hallway runs into darkness. And beside that opening, a suit of armor, oiled and glistening, stands at attention in a shallow alcove. To the west, large double doors hang slightly open, and a steady bright light escapes through the opening. Swells of organ music come from behind the doors, spilling their melody of power and defeat into the hall. Hank, is that suit of armor or magic? I was going to say, as we walk by, I'm going to like, if things like seem out of place or like interesting, I'm just going to kind of brush my hands on them as we walk by. So I'm going to I'm going to touch that suit of armor, like not stop and like hand on it, but just kind of like gently, gently caress it as we walk by. Yep. 
So, be, be even more like, descriptive. Like a woman. I, I get the, I get these descriptions, but uh, but action action wise, <laughs> if it's trapped or if it's if it's magic or cursed, it's going to sure. affect you whether you touch it roughly or or right. or softly, <laughs> gently, <laughs> gently. You gently caress the armor, ever so slightly, uh, and it seems to be just a very well oiled suit of plate armor. Uh. Does it look like Grota could fit into it? Uh, go ahead and roll uh, percentile. Oh. Yeah. Like, uh, so like two ten. So like roll the first ten. Yeah, yeah. No, I gotta yeah. let me let me find them because uh, we haven't had to do that yet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, do I want high or low going it, into it, this? I, Just, you tell me what you get, bro. Uh, I'm not gonna tell you that. No, I'm the DM. I know. I just like to go. <laughs> I'm the DM, and you're in another state. I can't see your dice. You tell me what you get. <laughs> oh, he's got this camera on the dice. <laughs> oh, eighty nine. Eighty nine. Eighty nine. It is, of course, far too small for Groda, but it does look like it would be a. You would be able to squeeze one of the other two guys into it. It's it's much too big for you. But it's, of course, much too small for Grota. But it might would fit one of the other two guys. What are you thinking? Uh, I'm thinking that I'm not going to take my armor off right now to try and squeeze into this plate mail sure, armor. Because sure. I have no idea how long that would take. <laughs> and there's, sure, like, there's, we, potentially, we there's potentially a vampire in the next room playing a sad organ song. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> and I don't want to interrupt it with clang, 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 clang. <laughs> that's a fair point, Blake. That's a fair point. Let's just um, bank that knowledge. We can come back to it if we need it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there, it's got a gorget to like protect your neck. Oh yeah, this is the full, the full vampire. The full so. money. It's all there, dude. Like you want, you want some plate mail. Here it is, just on the wall. It's not. It. Has I'm taking a gauntlet. Ooh. Okay. If you want to take a gauntlet, you can I'm take a gauntlet. If it, if it's your hand. Yeah, I'm taking the left gauntlet. Okay. You're gonna be Are a vampire. Putting it on. Yep. Okay. Just for like punch and move, just or something? yeah, just in case, because it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't take as long to put on the full suit, but I can put on a gauntlet real quick. All right, mail this to the face. All right, it was inevitable. <laughs> Snap. All right, so where are you going from here? Um, so we're at the end of the hall, and when there's a, a a hallway that goes off to the east, and the doors to the west are slightly ajar. Yeah, it's more of a square room. Oh, okay. So I there it was a hall. is well, it is. It's called the guests' hall, according to the the module here. But okay. it's basically <laughs> just a like a, a a large sort of antechamber. Okay. And so to the west, there's large double doors that are slightly open with a steady bright light escaping through the opening, and there's the swells of the music. So that's what you hear there. Uh, to the east, there's a dark and forbidding hallway running into darkness, and. That's pretty much it. So to the east or to the west. So ones to the light with music, fun times, and ones to the the other way with darkness and uh, maybe it's fun. I don't know. Grota, you are the five of swords. You are destined to fight in the light. <laughs> That's oh. true. He's the light lord. I'm I'm really curious about the music. Like I, if I had my druthers, I would want to investigate the Billy Joel room. The Billy Joel room. Gross. <laughs> it's a tough crowd. Tough crowd. Brando is not a fan of the, the mm-hmm. BJ. Mm-hmm. Grota's like, I didn't start the fire. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But he kept so, it burning. Yep. 
So, Groda, he moves into the dining hall. This is a magnificent square room. It's brilliantly lit with multiple chandeliers hanging from the ceiling, quite high. Pillars of stone stand against the dull white marble walls supporting the ceiling. In the center of the room, there is a long, heavy table which stands covered with the finest of satin cloth. The table is laden with the most delectable of foods of every type. I mean, you guys you guys have been eating turnips, carrots, and taters for quite some time. A couple years, at least. What you're seeing here is roast beast baked in the savory sauce. It's the aurochs from the north. I mean, it's like it's 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 the heavenly ham, right? Uh, you get roots and herbs of every taste, the sweetest fruits and vegetables. Places are set for each of you. This fine, delicate china and silver. I don't even know if you guys have, like, eaten with, like, with nice cups. And, 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 and plates and whatnot. At each place, there's a crystal goblet filled with amber liquid. There's a delicate fragrance. You can even smell it. Walking into this room, it's just tantalizing. It's just 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 a little tickle. A little, little tickle, tickle. It smells in here. At the center of the far west wall, between the floor to stairs, stands a massive organ blaring out. You Does the, the music appear to be changing the closer we get to it? Uh, yeah, you walk in. Well, you walk into the room and it's just, it's loud. It's, oh, okay. it's right there. And it fills you with despair. Seated before the keys, his back to you, there's a great caped figure. He's pounding on the keys in ecstasy. At this point, he's he's hammering out the final, the final, the final notes of this. The figure suddenly stops and the deep silence falls over the dining hall, and the figure slowly turns towards you. Who is it? What does he look like? It's quite a quite a tall man. Uh, he's he's got the cape, as I mentioned before. He's wearing like black mix of leather. It's not plate mail, but it's like leather armor mixed with bits and pieces of metal, sort of sort of like on the shoulders and and, and centrally. So it's it's clearly a man that's wearing like the the finest of like. The, the garb that like a knight would wear only it's not shiny and chrome it's like like ebony and black it, it's dark right this fellow is very pallow or what am I trying to say this fellow is Pallid. very pallid yeah he has like a, a pallor about him he's very pale faced with with ruby red lips sallow eyes sharp features aquiline features and it looks to be uh, a dead man Who's who's staring at you with a feral grin? Does anyone know who this guy is? I do not. No. He, he, oh, stranger! He gestures and he says, "Please join me." Do we have a choice? Are you saying that out loud? You, you yeah. do not. You do not feel compulsed, like a compulsion to to sit. Uh, he hasn't done anything. Yet he's just—he's just standing there, like the, the so the room itself. There's basically like ta- the table with all of these fineries. Mm-hmm. There's the 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 chandeliers that are hanging. There's these mirrors that are all around the room that are almost like giving it a feeling of being like—is he in like any time. of the mirrors? Actually, he is. So you can see okay. the shadow of this figure in these mirrors. Okay, uh, and he's talking to you. Um. Well, I'm going to approach the table then and stand next to one of the, the chairs mm-hmm. and and say, uh, gladly I'll join, but uh, I, I would not begin my repast without our host first 
uh, seating. He says, forgive me, I've, I've eaten already today, but I am so glad that you were able to come out of the storm. I never drink wine. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Uh, well, I'm very hungry. Yeah, I am I also am. hungry. I, I imagine that the smells in this room would be driving us crazy. Yeah. Okay. Do, uh, can I show him that I took the gauntlet? You, yeah, you can. And he say, says, and, and I, I took this, by the says, way. A trinket, please. Please. Okay. My um, my abode is your abode. I, I look forward to talking with you. Um, okay. As I'm filling a plate, I, I say, what have we to discuss? And who, wh- how may we address our most generous host? With that, he says, we shall see. And he puts his cape up, Batman style, and he vanishes. Okay. Uh, it's a big Just as well have been closed And so 
Just ghostly 